Hey, everybody, and welcome back this week for some Loud Thumbs news and happy Friday once more. We're going to start off with some uh, smaller stories, some quick tidbits, and move into some bigger stuff as we go. Kind of a mixy-matchy sort of news episode this week. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start with one of them. It's kind of a bigger one, but sort of wraps into our last news episode where we talked a little bit about God of War Ragnarok potentially coming out in September. Well, we have some news that potentially leaked stating that uh, we could be knowing as soon as Summer Games Fest, which we're going to be we're going to be chewing on some Game Fest news coming up here over the next week. Yeah. Um, but this it, it, it was pushed in a listing from the September listing to December 31st. And when they do December 31st, that's essentially just like, uh, you know what, let's just put this here because we really don't know when. So <laughs> I still think this was kind of one of those leaks that the September was probably accurate. And they're like, uh, go ahead and move it to December to throw them off the scent until the game fest is over. Right. Mm, yeah. Yeah. To try to hide the trail and get the big reveal. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's leading me to believe. We'll see. It won't be too long. We, Game Fest starts, uh, well, we're recording a little beforehand, so it starts tomorrow. Uh, so by the time everybody watches this, we've been a day in. Yeah. And may, maybe we'll know, so you can laugh at us in the comments. So go right ahead. Yeah, I would be <laughs> optimistic and say September, because, yeah. of course, no, nobody wants this game to be delayed. No, nobody does. Absolutely. Not 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 at least Loud Thumbs. We don't want it delayed. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh next little bit of news here we have the update for the nickelodeon all-star brawl which this is the one that they just gave away on ps plus if i remember right if i did my uh research properly yep um they're giving us uh, updated uh voice lines now by the actual actors which is kind of cool and they're adding new items and there's even more in here as well um states that the developer of the cartoon platform fighting game uh, adds requests featured like items and voice lines with a free update. Uh, the game that nice. will finally let Nintendo or Nickelodeon fans answer the burning question of whether Sandy from SpongeBob SquarePants could beat up Toph from Avatar. You know what I mean? It's just these are the questions I have to have answers. <laughs> well, it's, it's got to be Toph because you know right. who doesn't like Toph from Avatar? Come on, yeah, come on, yeah. We have uh, well. Let's see, it features 23 different characters between the base and the DLC game. And these come from 15 different franchises across more than 25 years of network's history. So it's there's quite a bit of content in this thing just to start with. It's pretty early on in this right. game's life, right? Uh, I mean, obviously, it's trying to be a Smash Brothers. We know how that goes. But I thought it was kind of cool to see that they've thrown in some of the names um, or the actual voice actors and everybody for these games. And... That's, that's got to be exciting for the big fans as well. Yeah, very much so. I'm sure they'll get new characters as time goes by as well. But uh, I thought it was cool as a free update, at least. They just kind of threw it out there for everybody that had been requesting this kind of stuff to happen. And good for them. They got they got what they asked for. So that's good stuff. Hell yeah. Super Smash Bros. needs a competitor. It's been king for uh, a <laughs> long, 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 long time. Yes, it has. It has never been dethroned i don't think no um so a little bit of news from sony's front that we just saw here is they're significantly increasing the playstation 5's production so this is huge news huge um they just beat a 20 million units worldwide that they're showing shipped and sold which is big numbers so they're, they're pretty happy about that um 
And then uh, it does talk about the global shortage. Obviously, we know that there's chip shortages and everything like that happening mm-hmm. in the world right now for everything, you know, from our phones to our cars, you know, you just can't get stuff for them, unfortunately. But yeah, it says that they're going to be gearing up uh, to, to make more of these here. Um, I, I read through this here kind of quickly, but I don't see it talking about how many more they're going to make. Um, uh it's kind of unfortunate. I wanted a little bit more detail and maybe other articles had it, but this particular one from game rant uh, did not give us exactly how much uh, they just kind of said, Oh, you know, it's going to be increasing for us, but we'll hopefully be able to deliver more consoles to homes and families during this holiday season. That's kind of what we get as, you know, significant ramp up as in quotations here. So (laughs) there's not a number. (laughs) No specifics, but hopefully this means that if you are still on the search, that there is a little bit of light. The end of that tunnel is just a little brighter. Yep, absolutely. That's exactly right. Uh, Next bit of news. This is kind of cool. The iPhone next update will include Nintendo Joy-Con support, which is very neat. Um, (laughs) I'm just thinking of all the peripherals that are going to come out for this iPhone after they make this able to dock a couple of joy cons to it there's going to be something that's going to allow you to put your phone in it and snap two joy cons on the side of it i would have to imagine <laughs> like a homemade switch yeah somebody's going to 3d yeah somebody's going to 3d print this thing i guarantee it it's going to have oh, to happen easily. right yeah <laughs> we'll be reporting <laughs> we'll be reporting on that sooner or later here but uh yeah it actually says you can switch between single and dual dual joy cons man that's kind of hard to say actually now i think about it dual joy cons on iOS 16, uh, the next major operating system update for the iPhone will be adding native support for the Nintendo Switch Joy-Cons and Switch Pro controllers. So I think this is very cool because, I mean, there's a ton of Joy-Cons in the world right now. Think about it. You know? Yeah. There's 100 yeah, million I mean, Switches in the world. There's 200 million Joy-Cons minimum out there. <laughs> <laughs> minimum, yes. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really, because like, I never thought the Joy-Cons would be like compatible with anything other than what Nintendo wants it to be. Uh, and I certainly didn't think it was going to be iOS. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, they like to keep everything nice and tight, and they don't let too much in there. So uh, I was a little surprised about this as well, but I was... I was, uh, it was a happy surprise. I just thought it was kind of neat. They actually are implementing the ability to be able to just dock one Joy-Con and turn it sideways and everything. So it'll recognize orientation um, so that you can, okay. you can just hand one off to somebody and play some multiplayer games, potentially depending on what the game developers decide to do with iOS games. Kind of cool. Yeah, for sure. Now this next one's a big one for me. Big, 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 big news for me. I, I, I almost led with this today. But I'm leaving this on a little, I'm taking it with a grain of salt right now. I'm really excited uh-huh. about it, but we have. Probably best. <laughs> it's probably best. <laughs> there, there is a lot of evidence that we're going to be seeing an Xbox GoldenEye 007 remaster that could potentially release Dual on Switch N64 and could be remastered for an Xbox console. So we might see both of these. There's rumors of that. The bigger rumor, though, that actually has some evidence behind it here is that the achievements have recently been updated on Xbox's actual official website. So you can view achievements for this game. And as of June 5th, they just updated someone unlocked a trophy for this game. So there's potential we could be seeing this at Game Fest. What's going on? 
this is a this is a pretty strong sign like like yeah xbox themselves has accidentally or not leaked the presence of uh something goldeneye at least adjacent or related or you know yeah now i i'm pumped for this i won't this, this will be my hype moment if this is actually true you know what i mean like i don't know <laughs> yeah. i mean i want to see a god of war release as well but at the same time this would bring back an enormous amount of nostalgia and to be able to play this in in like a place of a halo for just some extra nostalgia because this was uh-huh. well before halo for me um by like a solid half a decade but I, I can't wait to see i mean there was a remaster that came out for goldeneye um got the kibosh put on it but it was a finished copy that you can go out and illegally find on the internet if you would like to try and play it <laughs> and risk it but completely <laughs> remastered uh for xbox one but there was a bunch of legalities that happened we kind of talked about it on one mm. of the podcasts back you know almost a year ago or so now and there was rumors then kind of starting and they they haven't really stopped they've just kind of slowed down but this year kind of threw gas on the fire again had to talk about it uh, i'm i'm really pumped i want to see something about this if we don't see it summer game fest maybe we'll see it at the xbox showcase they're going to be coming um game fest ends and the showcase starts so i mean we're going to get a week's worth of like we're going to be chewing our jaws are going to be hurting Ooh. chewing on so much game news you know? <laughs> Uh, honestly it could come either way uh if it's for it gonna come out the switch as well it might come out game fest but there's some opportunity for this to be popping up yeah yeah i think i think it will be i mean if it makes it to game pass holy hell but i think it'll be popular throw a 20 dollar price tag on it i think you're gonna sell a bunch I'm curious to see what happens, but I'm going to keep oh, my could, expectations low. <laughs> they could get away with way more than 20 bucks. Oh, they could. Tell you, oh, they could. People complain about it as they're swiping their credit cards. So, <laughs> you know, yes. <laughs> yeah, as they're typing their password in, they're like, this is a bunch of bullshit, but I'm, I got to have it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, indeed. All right. Next bit of news here. We have some Sonic fans pleading with Sega to delay Sonic Frontiers after two meh trailers we talked about this already on on the show and Uh uh it's it's bad it's only it's only gotten worse because they did put out a recent one of actual gameplay uh combat mechanics it was in a word it's terrible like it's just it was completely repetitive it was i mean it was just so bad it was so bland they use the word meh in our headline here but yeah it's just not good at all um it says uh well it worked uh, well it worked for the first sonic the hedgehog movie will it help for sonic frontiers okay it's just kind of a trend sonic has right i do i hope so as well (laughs) um it says the weekend after sonic frontiers got its first gameplay reveal the hashtag delay sonic frontiers was trending on social media much like the social media backlash that followed the reveal of sonic's original design in the 2020 action film fans are pleading sega and team sonic to go back to the drawing board and it was bad i mean it was the first original one we talked about we kind of showed a little bit of footage from it on the show and it was it was very lacking in the open world parts of it it was yeah i just felt kind of empty it's not imaginative like is literally the combat they showed on this one was just so poor 
it was it was the same as like the world being kind of opened and you know what the hell and bland what's happening the, right. the combat felt the same way they were using cool. the same like three or four abilities over and over and it was just a rinse and repeat sort of combat it was like give us something different even the one enemy they fight that's you know a big colossus type of enemy was uh-huh. it was it, it, it was kind of hard to watch like i don't want to play this game it was that sort of vibe i did not want to play this game it just looked really monotonous repetitive i don't want to play you kind of game now do you think it looked like it had potential or is it no a uh, yeah so this is a back to the literal drawing board yeah situation no there was no potential it was it was a game honestly it looks like it's made for like between eight and ten years old or something you know some like let me give you an intro to sonic here you go you have two buttons to push this is a you know high power button this is a low power button and then you move this stick and you'll move oh okay that's what it looked like it didn't look like there's anything else there wasn't like dodging or the mechanics for anything were extra um right dude literally was like oh run a circle around the enemy and then that will daze them okay and you could run the circle as big as you wanted to. And then they would like, it would stagger the enemy to give you a chance to hit them. And then you would hit them. And then you do that again. And you do that again. Or you do a couple of like burst hits. Oh, God. It was bad. It was really, really bad. You should watch it. <laughs> so and, that's yeah. really poor mechanics in general. Oh, it, was, it was really bad. I mean, literally Ooh. like they run there. There's one Colossus that has like five feet or four or five legs, something like that. And they would, they would just run a circle around one leg. And then all of a sudden it would like stagger and it'd lift its leg up and then they would hit the bottom underneath like the foot. And then they just rinse and repeated that over and over and over five times until they did all the legs. And then they had to do same thing to the pieces of its head. I'm like, oh no, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I don't know how anyone finished the trailer, let alone. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I, I literally skipped the first, the, the first like minute. I was like, oh God, this is bad. I wanted to get to the middle where I thought it'd be good. I was like, okay, this hasn't changed. So then I moved all the way to the end for like the last 60 seconds and saw a little bit of what I just said there. I'm like, okay, you've got to be kidding me. Um, Not good guys. So I I hope it works too. Uh, Sonic is not, he's not got a good history of uh, starting out on the right foot. You know what I mean? Nah, I mean, the game game looks great if a little out of place. So I think maybe they spent a little too much on the visuals and not... Mm -hmm enough on the game that's what it sounds like yeah absolutely hopefully it de- it's delayed it did get two million dislikes in the first 24 hours on the video <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's bad well, it is bad sounds sounds like it's not often you get fans wanting a delay uh <laughs> sounds well warranted though yeah yeah absolutely all right, we're going to get on to some Diablo conversation here. The old Blizzard world we'll talk about real quick. Got a couple of stories back to back that we'll talk about. Um, it's just ridiculous. We, we reported a little bit on the microtransactions and, you know, what's going on with the game. Blizzard clearly hasn't learned their lesson. You know, they're still breaking laws and doing loot-based gambling <laughs> that you cannot do in certain countries. Nope. Come on. Nope. No, that was a big deal with Overwatch. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, well, on top of that, they just kind of want all your money any, any way they can get it because it's actually been tallied up that a player could run more than $110,000 in this game if they wanted to buy everything available. So that's sacrilege. That's, that's ridiculous. That's just yeah, uncalled for. 
truly insane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they do call it the right terminology on here. Uh, pulling a, uh, an article from Dextero.com, uh, and it's Diablo Immortals has more headlines for its aggressive microtransaction tactic. I mean, that's it. It's aggressive, and it's just ridiculous. Um, I have started the game, but I have not put any dimes or nickels into it. Uh, I'm very, very, very early into it right now. And mm. it is it is fun, but it is not worth money. Like it is not worth that kind of money. Period. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's headlines and articles like this as a huge Diablo fan that is quite li- literally prevented me from downloading it. Like, yeah, yeah, I want I want another Diablo game real bad. Uh, I loved Diablo three, but it's, it's stuff like this, like that makes me not even want to touch it. Yeah, like, yeah, like I'll, I'll probably do it just to just to see what it's all about. But mm-hmm. yeah, well, to know. go along with that story, we have another one here that the, a streamer spends nearly four thousand dollars on Diablo Immortal and doesn't get any five star legendary gems. None, <laughs> not a single, which is obscene. Yeah. Like if you're gonna add an an option to buy weapons and stuff for and items for your builds, um, which you know isn't really what Diablo is all about. So I mean, there's kind of a a thing in it there. But if you're gonna add that option, why you gotta make it so like astronomically hard, even with an astronomical amount of money? Right. Exactly. And you know that this is the problem with pay to play and pay to win and microtransactions. It's let me play the game and earn it. We've had this conversation and I'll keep it short, but let me play the game and have a chance of earning the stuff I need. Instead, uh-huh. it's 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 zero chance. Like you're playing the game. Oh, you've, you've reached a point. Now you need to pay to do what we need you to do or you need to just give up your life and your soul. You know what I mean? Like it just, it's not uh-huh. cool. Not cool. Ridiculous. It just doesn't feel like Blizzard is learning any sort of lessons or taking anything seriously that they should be when it comes to this particular part of gaming, period. Yeah, it's, yeah, I, I was afraid of this happening with a Diablo mobile game because honestly, it's how mobile games kind of trend a lot of the times. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> those fears came true. Yep, this unfortunately. I... They, they could have done a better job if they would have made the game, you know, 10 20 bucks for a portable device and just let them buy the game and it's finished they would have made more money in my opinion and they would have saved a ton of face when it comes to it oh which they so desperately need they could they have do. taken the financial hit and saved face yeah and you know it could have been a fine game because you know you only do so much with like you know a touch screen and stuff right. uh gosh yeah they desperately need that reputation boost though and oh yeah missed opportunities for it well, we'll see if anything happens if they do finally finish the acquisition and end up under Microsoft's wing. We'll see if something changes there because uh, we don't see Microsoft doing this sort of heavy, aggressive tactics. No, no, not at all. Uh, a little bit of good news to talk about here. E3 has stated they are coming back as digital and in-person in 2023. So we should be able to actually do a, an, an E3 guessing and an E3 prediction sort of episode coming up next year. That that's yeah. exciting to hear at least that they're, they're going to get back in the swing of things and, and continue back to their old form factor. That'd be kind of cool. Matt, I could, I may add it back to the bucket list to actually go to a real E3 in real life one day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this is, this is good reassuring stuff because, you know, E3 is kind of a staple 
um, in the industry for big reveals and everything. And it's a little weird they're not doing anything this year. So I'm glad that E3 isn't just, you know, gone. Like, you know, right. I'm sure a lot of people feared. Yeah, it was a, definitely a worrisome situation for me where I thought, oh, no, maybe they will just go full digital. But this is really, really good to hear because I, I someday would love to see an E3. Might be on my like 50th birthday or something, but I, I would like to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be a ton of fun. Heck yeah, heck yeah. All right, a couple news stories to end off with here. One of them, Halo Infinite launching co-op beta for insiders, okay? So if you guys are Halo, um, I think it's halowaypoint.com you visit and you can become a Halo insider. All you gotta do is sign up totally free. I am one of those guys. So you can you can go on and actually sign up for the beta for the co-op that's coming out for single player. So we'll be able to play that campaign and co-op together. Finally, we hope. That's coming yeah. finally yeah. eight months and, later. Uh, making <laughs> making true on their promise. A little late. Uh, right, but, right. You know, better than never. Now the nice thing is, is this is a month ahead of when they originally mentioned that this was gonna happen. They were talking originally that it would probably be in July, um, but it looks like they're pushing things forward so that we'll be able to get this um this flight figured out. Um well, it'll be in July and it was gonna be in August, uh, the way this reads here. So we're planning to to uh, flight it to the Halo Insiders in July. That's specifically what the tweet reads. So I'm excited for that. Love me some Halo. And uh, I definitely need another reason to revisit the campaign since I've already completed that thing, which is good, a good time. Very good Hell game. Yeah, Everybody man. should check it out. And the last little bit of news we're going to talk about is we have a GameStop news story where we have some overworked employees decided to walk out and uh yeah tell customers to go to other game places and posted it right on the window oh, yeah with their address so uh they just tell them exactly where to go not just like go find somewhere else they're they gave options they're mad enough that they gave options yeah this is a this is a different bit of a, a news story this is one uh, that you you saw here kind of last minute that we added into the show but um disgruntled workers obviously it talks about uh, being, you know, essentially being treated uh, very poorly and harassed. And um, it's, it's just kind of ridiculous. Like, I don't understand why this crap has to exist in the workplace, honestly. Um, you, you never get the best out of your employees when you treat them like trash, you know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm hoping it's just this one section, as I say, the district manager. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I'm yeah, hoping... Yeah. It's not a company-wide culture thing because the GameStop has been around for quite some time. Uh, yeah, just a yeah, a little bit, a little bit shocking when your employees like not only give suggestions but just tell you exactly where you can find them. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, the way this reads is all of them quit at the same time on the same day, and the, essentially just nobody was there when they went to go and try and shop. Um, there was a. Uh, there was a phone call made that I read about here that is, and they answered the phone. They said that they would be opened here shortly. Uh, that was like clear at the bottom here of the article. Um, so when they tried to call the store, someone answered saying that it would be open again soon and directed us to contact the communications firm, uh, which specializes in the topics like investor relations and, you know, shareholder activisms and mm. crisis management and all these, you know, lovely terms they throw at them. But, um, I just thought when you added this, I was like, oh, 
here we go again but like it's kind of in the opposite factor it's like gamestop people are just done and telling you to go other places kind of like uh i don't know like what mutiny you know (laughs) a little bit yeah so i honestly uh i don't i don't shop at gamestop as much as i used to i just browse in that place anymore it's just you walk in and you just kind of look around you're like okay i've seen all this before and then i just take off again it's like you know go and see all the used games that they paid a dollar for and yeah or see that you know their used game is a dollar cheaper than their new game so why am i going to do that and (laughs) they they hand you a new game that's open too and charge you full price which is great it's like oh that doesn't seem shady so yeah Mm, yeah you're you're treating your people like trash which is not good so big ups to the the managers out there that treat your people well uh for gamestop because I have been, you no, know, we have probably a half a dozen around here that I've gone to and they're all pretty cool people that work there. You know, they seem to like their jobs and enjoy talking video games uh, much like we do. And that's kind of nice to interact with on occasion. Yeah. So that is it for this week's news. And we will be back again next week. Hopefully you guys enjoying our Friday news stuff. It's been a good time bringing them. We will be back in one week. So until next week, Game on. Volume up. Stay loud. Email, follow, watch, and listen to all of our content by visiting loudclums.com and join the loud crowd. To help us grow the show, you can leave an Apple podcast review or give us a Spotify star rating. It really helps us stand out. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers, Caleb Lynch, Brian Coger, SirsFurniture.com. If you would like to become a patron, visit patreon.com slash loudthumbs.